All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and all thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power, to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth through all generations. Psalm 145, 10-13 You are listening to My Religious Struggles, the podcast. Hello and welcome again to another episode of My Religious Struggles, the podcast. You are joined by me, Francesca, and my co-host, Kennedy. Kennedy, say hello to our lovely listeners of yours. Um, hello, Kennedy, hello. How are you doing? Hello, 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 hello. And everybody knows exactly how I'm doing. If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know that I'm enjoying life. And that's, that's right. what it was designed for, that was given for. And so I'm having fun. This is this is fantastic. Yeah, this is absolutely fantastic. We had a great conversation um, last episode. And we want to essentially carry on the conversation. We're essentially going to carry on the conversation. And today we're going to be talking about the process of change. Um, if you listen to last week's episode, we talked about the grieving process, and I ended the episode with a very interesting question, and um, the question being, um, uh, what does the Bible, sorry, does the Bible talk about the grieving process? Um, is it something that, is it a biblical concept? Um, to which Kennedy, of course, answered yes, and he led us to to um, look in Second Kings chapter 2, where the answer is, so I'm hoping um, for those of you that listen, that you were able to take a look at that. Um, in any case, I'm sure he's going to tell us, and I'm sure he's going to tell us about it. So um, the process of change, we asked the question, is the grieving process uh, biblical? You said yes. You said we we're going to talk about it this week on the process of change. I'm handing it over to you. Is the grieving process, is the process of change biblical? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um uh, Second Kings chapter two and verse two um, has all the elements of changes and transitions uh, that follow. Um, Elijah, when Elijah came on the scene uh, after Jeroboam died, um, the Lord called Elijah as a spiritual leader of Israel because they were in decline. Most of the most of the kings did not fear God, and so they needed a man to intervene um, and, and change the direction of, of God's people. And needing a man to intervene, he, he called upon Elijah. And Elijah burst on the scene in second in first Kings chapter 17 and verse 1. This is what it says. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. He made no apologies, his above entrance um, to deliver his message um, to the king. And so he just showed up. And it's interesting, you're gonna see also that he just disappeared. Just mm. like how he showed up, he disappeared. Mm. But in, in, in the process, he had to go through some changes himself. So for example, he was fed by, by the widow of Zarephath. Um, um, he was fed by, by, by ravens, vultures. Um, and so it, it, this is a part of life. Changes are a part of life. Mm. And understanding and accepting that will help us therefore to deal with the transitions that we find ourselves going through right so can you walk us through what the process of change is and as it's highlighted in the in the scripture change happens it changes a part of life yeah 
it, ju it just happens while we are going about our ordinary um, days activities. It happens. So if you look at if you look at Elisha for example, Elisha Elijah for example. By the way, there's Elijah and Elisha. Elijah yeah. was before um, Elisha became a, dis a disciple of Elijah, mm -hmm. and Elijah was taken to heaven, and so he continued um, um, the work that, that they started. But the point is that it happens as like as you go through life, it just happens. Not it just happens, but but it's, it's a part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. So, so 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 he shows up in in the life of Israel, and in the process of showing up, he, he declared a message that there's not going to be no rain until I say so. By the way, that was his downfall. Why he ended up running from Jezebel? He says there'll be no rain until I say so. It's not until he said so. It is until God said so. Mm. And you're going to see that going through through life. And so it's important the language that we use is extremely, right. extremely important. So so. Change happens while we're going about our, our, our act, everyday activities. So, for example, if, if you continue reading um, 2 Kings chapter 2, you'll discover that while they were walking, after they crossed Jordan, they were walking together, and the, the, the chariots of, 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 of fire and, and horses came and took Elijah. It's while they were walking. Something we do in our natural life. And all of a sudden, a big Drastic change took place because mm. Elijah Elijah was taken up and Elijah remained. My, mm. my point is that ha change happens during our normal activities of life. Right. So what? So again, what is this process? What do you mean by the process of change? <laughs> um, because when a change takes place, um, um, <laughs> there's so many there's so many moving parts that we're not even aware. So our emotions, for example, are involved. So let's yeah. use let's use let's use um, Elijah, um, Elijah, Elisha, because he was the one who was going to be left behind. Yeah. Verse twelve of Second Kings chapter two says, and Elijah saw it and he cried, "My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and the horsemen thereof," and he tore his clothes. Yeah, he was in so much anguish that he literally tore oh, his yeah. clothes. Mm -hmm. Um. And so it began the grieving process. The moment our emotions are involved, the grieving process is activated. Wow. Not only that, in the process also, sometimes you have to change your clothes. Mm. So with, Eli Eli with Elisha, he, the reason why he tore his clothes it is because he could no longer use those clothes because he, he had changed now from being a, a follower to being a leader because he mm. was now taking over from Elijah. Not only that, sometimes what happens in the process is that we have to depend upon someone else's God because we don't know God in the area that we're going through. That's why we need our tituses. Yes. So, so for example, uh, um, when he was coming back, they crossed the Jordan. Remember, before they, 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 they crossed the Jordan, when they're going across the Jordan, Elijah took his mantle and just hit the waters and it parted. Mm. He didn't pray. He didn't call upon God. See, God was telling him, you need to go across Jordan and I'm going to take I want you to meet me at this place. And I'm going to take you to heaven. So he just took his mantle and hit the water and it parted. When Elisha was coming back now, after Elijah was taken, he cried out to God. He didn't cry out to his God. He cried out to Elijah's God mm. to part the waters from him for him because he didn't know God in that area. Wow. So, so, so 
there's so many things that are going on and we need to be aware that they're, go that they're going on because here's the other problem. Here's the other problem that we have. People do not accept what it is that we tell them that happened. So, and people will think you're crazy. So let's look at, let's look at Elijah. He's coming back and they, they, because remember there are 50 prophets that were following him afar off. They didn't see what happened. Right. And so when okay. they came to him, when they came, when they came to um to, to, to the prophets, they said, Where's Elijah? Mm. Could you imagine what that sound like when he would tell them? Because they didn't see what had happened. Um, right. he was taken by chariots of fire and horses. That sounds crazy. Yeah. And you don't have any evidence to show that it actually took place. Right, right. And so what it does is that people make us ashamed. To the mm. point where, 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 where the 50 prophets made um, 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 Elijah ashamed because he said, they said to him, you know, let's, let, we want to go on the mountain to make sure we find this Elijah because we think that God has left him either on the mountain or in a valley. We need to go look for him. He, um, um, Elijah pushed back and he said, no, he's taken to heaven. Don't go. Right. But they keep pressing and they keep pressing until he finally gave in. And said, okay, go. And that's what people do to us. So you have to convince others as to what happened. But there is there is no evidence. There's no evidence to show what actually took place. Mm. Especially when it comes to the spiritual realm. Especially when it comes to internal things. We have a challenge. So the individual who's converted, for example, and says he's converted, we don't see any change on the outside. But there's a change that has happened on the inside. On the inside. Mm. And this, this is an interesting story. I'm just looking looking at this story here, and and I I know I know the story. I've never looked at it in the way that you're speaking of now, or even right. in 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 the way that the change that you know that one of the things with this story that we always speak about, I think, is Elijah, uh -huh. Elijah going up, and how awesome that was we never really look at what that meant for elisha exactly the process that he had to go through the change that the grief indeed that he had to go through um yes. as you said and then having to explain things and even the change of the transition from 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 student to leader right right yes um for even the fact i think it was here where it talks about him being given a double portion of anointing. Like, yes. again, that's a good thing. Exactly. Exactly. The process of that, right? Yes. yes. By the way, but that ties into understanding also, and we're going through the grieving process, what to, uh, the transition, sorry, is what to take from the old to thrust us into our future. Mm. And so when you look at, when you look at Eli, Elisha, he asked for a double portion. Mm. He wanted a double anointing. And, he, and, and Eli, Elijah, Elijah said to him, if you see me go, then it is yours. And so he right. took the mantle with him. Yeah. Moses took the rod with him. Mm. Uh, when, my when my dad died, one of the mementos I took was one of his driver's license. I have it on, I take, I take it with me everywhere I go in my billboard. So what do you take from your, because all that helps us to deal with our transition. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. This is, this is, very interesting. I'm really enjoying this this subject on um, of dealing with change, and mm. I don't think I realized how much um, 
the impact of change or indeed the transition. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm wondering if we could ask this now. Can we ask this now? What is the difference? You've mentioned it now. We are four episodes in. You've mentioned it every episode. Yeah. It's not the change. The change has already occurred. It's the transition. What? Okay. What is the difference between the change and the transition? And the transition. Very good. Very good. The change is always situational. That is to say, it's normally physical. So you leave, okay. you leave um, Anguilla and go to England. You leave St. Martin and go to England. Um, Elijah, Elijah, Elijah is taken and you remain. So it is, it is physical. The transition is psychological. And that's where the battle is. And because we can't see it, mix it and we don't understand what it is that is happening we're experiencing it but we can't see it we can't touch it and and that's where the struggle that's that therein lies the struggle so it is psychological is the things that are going on up here so let's break it down let's break that down to something that's very simple okay first explanation you said you leave anguilla you come to england okay Mm -hmm. that's a change you've changed location effectively what could be the, the transition that's going on on a psychological level there. I'm trying to take a very simple example and then maybe we can e- sort of like, you know, equate that to other examples that are a bit more uh, yeah. not as slim, slim, simplistic. So yes. what is the transition that's going on on a psychological level for that person? Remember, the transition consists of three parts. Ending the old. You go through a wilderness experience and then you, you begin the new. So change doesn't take actually begin to take place until you end the begin anew. Mm-hmm. So you're leaving Anguilla. You're leaving behind family. Mm-hmm. You're leaving behind familiar place. You're going to a new place that you've never been before. Yeah. And all these begin to create turmoil within us because we begin to picture what is this going to be like? How am I going to be able to survive? Um, um, who is going to pick me up at the airport? How, how what, what is England like? And, and so there's a battle that is literally going on in our heads. Mm-hmm. So let's take the children of Israel, for example. They were anxious to leave Egypt in the beginning. Yeah. Because they were oppressed. They wanted to go to Canaan. Mm-hmm. Not that God forced them to do that. They wanted it themselves. Mm-hmm. But then when the armies began to come up against them, so let's take Anguilla. Uh, um, I live in St. Martin. You're having, stru- you're having problems with your finances. Yeah. Or the flight has been delayed. But the change, here's, 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 here's my point. The change has already taken place. You ain't in England yet, but the change has already taken place. Mm. What you're dealing with, what you're fighting with is a transition. What you're fighting with is the imagination. What you're fighting with is the emotions that are go- that you're going through, that you're recycling through. That's where the challenge comes. And that's, is that where the transition is? Yes, that's exactly where the transition is. So it's not physical. It's not something that is it's not something that's physical. It's not something you can touch. It's not something you can put your hand on. And so, so what we do, we normally ignore it. Yeah. Because it's not affecting me physically. But then you still have to pay because here's what you need to understand. Our emotions don't die. Mm. Here's another thing we need to, 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 um, to accept and we talked about it before. And that is our emotions 
are not negative. They're, they're not a negative thing. They're given to us for our benefit. They're given to us for our protection. So whenever you begin to experience an emotion, don't ignore it. Entertain it. It's so interesting that you've said that. Um, I remember, so again, let's use a travel example. And I think I have a, a great example is when I moved um, to England, I don't know, 15, 16 years ago now. Uh-huh. Um, I, there was an excitement yes. about going somewhere new. You know, there was uh -huh. an anticipation. Um, there were lots of really good, positive emotions. Right. right. And, you know, my flights had already been booked. I was already going to be going to England to study. That was already what was happening. That was a fact. Right. right? And I can see in that way where that change has already happened. Me moving to England, living my new life, that's already happening. Yes. Before I even took, I got on the plane. Yes. Right. I get yes. on the plane and I make the physical change. I make uh -huh. the physical exchange from, from St. Martin to, to England. Yes. Um, <clears throat> this transition period that you're speaking about, I feel like it starts happening even before the physical change has happened. Because like I said, there's the anticipation is all that emotion, yes. right? Yes. And it can even be, sometimes it can even be uh, a bit sad. Of course. So can you, how, how does, how do you explain that part of the, of the process? So where it's, it's like, even before the physical changes happen, the transition, the emotional part is already happening inside. Yes. Because the change has already taken place. See, the, the change doesn't take place. Yes, it's situational. Yes, it is physical, but it has already taken place. It has already taken place in your life. And so it is not the, it is not the change that is the issue. And, and that's the point we need to understand. It is the transition that we are now dealing with. That is the, the issue. And so it is mental. It is psychological. So, for example, you said, yeah, it is good. But also, you have to deal with leaving your family behind. You have to deal with the fact that you're now thousands upon thousands of miles, a couple of thousands of miles away from your family. You have to deal with the fact you're now alone. You're a single, single um, um, individual. You have, to, you have to be concerned also about your finances. You got to be concerned about where you're going to live. You got to be concerned about how you're going to get to school. You're going to be concerned about how my teachers are going to accept me. How am I? So there's there a multiplicity of things that are running through our heads. And what we try to do is, and especially when they become daunting, one of the things we try to do is to suppress them. One of the things we try to do is to ignore them. And that's, that's, what what I, done for. that's what I was going to say, actually, is that I got, when I then got here, I got here in, in December. So it was winter time. And um, I was cold. I, I remember the first couple of months, I didn't like it at all. I, I want to go course. back. Of course. I didn't like it. I cried every time. Um, you know, and, and you talk about having that Titus, that person to help you through the change. My mom, bless her heart, um, came with me, but not only did she travel with me, she stayed for two months. Yeah. Not only did she stay for two months, my older brother who was living, you know, he went through his own change. Um, he went through his own change to be with me. Right. Uh, so I can go through that change, you know what I mean? So it's it's really interesting. Um, you're absolutely right. Even after the change has happened, before it's happened physically and long after it's happened, 
you're still dealing with that process on a psychological level. Yes. But don't forget, though, don't forget that this was beneficial to you. Mm, mm. The benefits were not eliminated. Yeah. What you have to deal with now is the psychological and the mental um, the sociological, uh, those things that are happening in and around you, that's what you have to be dealing with. And so and when, I, we don't, when we don't separate them and recognize that it's not the change, it is the transition that I'm dealing with, that's when we, we find ourselves getting into trouble. So it doesn't eliminate the benefits. It doesn't, it doesn't change and why you decided to come. But there are struggles that we go through in the transition period that needs to be addressed. Why I when I talk about suppressing, I remember thinking I'm already here. Just deal with it. Just leave. You know, whatever. Just you just have to deal with it, Francesca. Stop being a baby about it. Just you know what I mean. But it is. It it was when I think about the grieving process as we discussed last week. It was a moment of grieving for me that I never took time to actually process. Yes. And um, the beautiful thing is the beautiful thing about grief is you can always go back and process it. Mm. And if we don't, here's a challenge. Here's a challenge. When we don't, and especially when we experience trauma in our lives and we experience um, um, drastic changes in our lives, if we don't deal with the, the, the grieving process, what happens to us is that we get stuck at that age and that stage in our lives. So as mm. children, if, the, if they, they had trauma in their lives and it wasn't dealt with, then in that area of their lives, whatever age they were, seven, eight, nine-year-olds, that's the way they're going to continue handling that area of their lives until they deal with their grief. That is absolutely powerful. We don't have time to even go into that, but that is absolutely powerful. Yeah. Um, wow, you've left me stunned. That, but that makes so much sense. That makes so much sense. Um, but we have to end it here. Wow, that was, this, this conversation went and took a turn, but we have to end it here. Um, Kennedy, thank you so much again for sharing um, something so interesting, something that we definitely do not talk about enough in church, in our churches, but that affects us so much as believers. And we are taught all the time to, you know, just believe in God, have faith and just press on and just let it go. But there's a whole process that we ignore that I feel like we need to know about. Um, and what is what's fascinating as well is that Jesus went through a similar process, especially in the mm. Garden of Gethsemane. Um, we can right. see that we can see it there as well, the change and the transitions that he went through. It's, it's beautiful. The word of God is filled and power packed with, with how we live our lives daily. Our challenge is that we don't spend enough time individually in the mm. word for God to reveal to us. Because what I'm telling you is what the spirit revealed to me um, um, in, in, in my studies and, and also listening to, to, to other um, preachers. But the spirit of God will lead you into areas that you need to have understanding in. Fantastic. Uh, thank you so much. We do have to end it here. Um, this has been an absolutely amazing conversation. So you can understand where it's going to go to. You have an idea of where it's going to go to next. So make sure you tune in next week again for another episode of My Religious Struggles, the podcast. We'll see you then. Mm -hmm.